Hi guys, what's up? It's Tuesday, so you know what that means. It's time for another episode of Internally Woke. Um, I know this one seems like it's coming real soon, but you know that our normal podcast schedule is Tuesdays. So even though last week's was late, I couldn't get too far off schedule. So I want to get this one out today. Um, So yeah, let's get into this week's discussion of Internally Woke. So last week we talked about toxic traits and how... um, you know, in order for us to overcome these toxic traits, we have to be willing to come out of certain environments and certain mindsets in order to move on. This week, I kind of want to talk about denial. Um, <sighs> so you can see this is kind of, or you can hear this is kind of troubling me, right? So I kind of want to talk about denial because why do we as human beings, and I'm thinking about two separate but simultaneous situations when I'm talking about this, but why do we as human beings think that denial is a way out or denial is a coping mechanism or denial is going to make anything better? Can someone please explain to me what denial does? So I'm the type of person where if you don't want someone to see right through you and your BS, you don't want me to be your friend. It's not that I won't support you. I will still support you and I still love you, but just know I'm going to call you on it. So I have a friend who is in a relationship with somebody who does not appreciate him the way he should be appreciated. And it's obvious. Um, It's just so obvious. The things that she asks him to do, the things that she expects him to do, um, and he's underappreciated, but he's in denial about it, right? Not denial like he doesn't know, because when we're in denial about something, it's not that we don't know. We just don't want to admit it. And so he has a really hard time admitting it um, about his situation, And so we kind of got into an argument recently because he was saying, I'm good. And he was like, do you not believe that I'm good? And I said, no. He was like, well, if you don't believe that, then you're not my friend. Okay. It wasn't that I wasn't saying I was supporting his relationship. If he says that he's going to stay in this relationship and he's going to marry this girl and be with her for the rest of his life, I will be at the wedding. I support him 100%. However, I just want him to be open and realize What's going on here? Because to me, if you say, listen, I know I'm being taken advantage of. I know she's doing this. I know she's asking me to do this and she really doesn't care about me. She only cares about what I can do for her. And then you go forth with it anyways. Then I'm like, okay, cool. So you know what you're going into. So even though I support you, you already know what you're going into. So when she does hurt you or when this doesn't work out, you already know. That's on you, right? But when you don't admit that, it's like, okay, do I need to help you see it so that you can make a clear decision? Not so that I can make the decision for you. I'm not bringing this thing to light so I can say, well, don't be with her. So if you are just really oblivious to what she's doing or how she's treating you, okay, well, then me as your friend wants to let you realize this. Realize this, that she is who she is. Now you make a decision whether you, now that you realize it, now that I have helped you realize it, you make a decision whether you want to go forward with this or not. 
You get what I'm saying? So if you want me to be your friend, if you don't want me to call you on your BS or your issues or what's going on around you or provide insight or discernment to your life and your situation, I am not the friend for you. And if you're going to confuse that discernment and um, me calling you on your BS with me not supporting you, then we can't be friends either. Because me calling you on your stuff does not mean I don't support you. Because I want you to call me on my stuff too. And I still want you to support my ratchet <laughs> Put me in my place and then be like, okay, girl, come on, let's go. Right? Like, girl, no, you don't need to go bust the windows out your car. Out his car. No, I'm not going to or planning to bust the windows out anybody's car. I'm just using this as an example because this happened to me in high school. But girl, you know you don't. He ain't worth it. You don't need to go bust the windows out his car. But if you gonna do it, come on, get the bet. That's the type of friend I am. You wrong. You know you wrong. This is why you wrong. But if we gonna do this, let's do it, right? So that's one situation. Another situation is a friendship. I'm just going to friendship that I'm trying to end. And the person doesn't want to end it because they're in denial about the part that they played in the ending of the friendship. Right. So this person put me through the ringer, drug me through the mud over and over and over and over and over again. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on you. Fool me three times. Shame on me. You fooled me 50,000 times. Okay. So it's been shame on me. <laughs> 49,997 40, times. Okay. So I'm done looking like the idiot. Um, I'm done allowing you to do this to me. So it's over. And this person is like, well, I can fix it. Mm, you had 49,997 times to fix it or 98 times to fix it. And you didn't. So how many you need 4,999 chances to fix it? Like, I'm, I know I'm saying that number all wrong, but you guys get the gist of it. Like, so no. Okay. So like, I'm over it. I've healed. I moved. I forgive you. I don't hold it over your head. However, we can't be in that spot anymore. We can't be those type. Of, we can be cordial. We can be cool. Hey, how you doing? How your mom and them? Great. But it's not going to go beyond that because I'm not going to open the door for you to come in and do what you did to me again. You know what I'm saying? It's like you let somebody borrow $10, they don't pay you back. You let them borrow $20, they don't pay you back. You let them borrow $30, they don't pay you back. If you keep letting them borrow money, okay, you're the stupid one. It's not that you're not their friend anymore. It's just you can't borrow money anymore for me. And so this person is in denial about just the friendship being over and me ending it. But like I had good reason to end it. So I just want to know why do human beings think that denial is okay denial doesn't fix anything denial ain't fixed not one person not one situation nothing denial isn't even a band-aid you know how like you get a band one of the cheap dog store band-aids and you put it on in a hairy spot and it don't stick and you keep trying to put it over but it's not covering anything because it's not sticking that's what denial is okay a lot of people are in denial and I'm just like I don't know if it's the Gemini in me. I don't know if it's how I grew up because my mom was like a no BS tolerating type person. I don't live in denial. Now, 
There are some things I keep private. There are some things I keep to myself. There are some things that I don't feel like I need to share everyone with everyone. But I'm not in denial about it. It's just you don't need to know that. But if confronted by people who I'm okay letting in my circle, like if you're my friend and it's okay for you to know the information and you confront me about it, like, girl, you know, you such and such, such and such and be like, yeah, maybe, probably. Yeah, yeah, you got me. I'm not gonna be like, no, no. Like if I do, it's gonna be in a joking way. But like, I'll come out and be like, yeah, yeah, I gotta fix that. Um, I don't know. Like I just don't get the whole playing the denial thing. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Can someone help me understand it? But, <laughs> Because like I just said, there's a difference between your friends, your close, when I say friends, I mean close friends, friends that you let know everything or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your husband or your wife, best friends, partners, relationship wise. There's a difference between them asking you something that they already know or they're calling you on your stuff than someone from the outside. Right. So when your friends call you on your stuff, admit it. When someone on the calls from outside, that's just mind your business that you don't need to know that. So then they'd be like, you and denial, no, you need to mind your business. That has nothing to do with you. Okay. I'm not saying, yeah, you're nay. You just mind your business. That's all. Mind the business that pays you. But I just kind of wanted to talk about that because I'm dealing with two different people, two different situations. But they're both in denial and it is annoying and it is frustrating because I am not a therapist. I didn't go to school for psychology or psychiatry. I thought about it, but I didn't. And I'm glad I didn't because I'm not equipped to help people bring things to the light. Right. Like that God did not call me to do that. I am not equipped to do anything like that. I'm the furthest from it. So when you come to me and you're like that, I do as a friend want to help you see it, but it's frustrating to me. It's not something I enjoy doing. We all have stuff going on in our lives. And and I say that because I don't call anybody on their BS that I'm not close to. Right. So like if I don't really know you, like I know your name and I know about your situation, but we're not close. We don't text. We don't talk on the phone. We only see each other at certain times. And I know, but I and I can discern and see your BS. I'm not gonna call you on it because once again, mind my business ministries. <laughs> like it ain't that ain't got nothing to do with me. You're not my friend, so I'm not responsible if you go through that path and you fall. Your friends are responsible for calling you on that and supporting you through that, not me. But it's the people I'm close to that I love and I care about. And I just want you to know what you're getting into before you get into it. It's kind of like applying for a job. You read the job description. And if you read the job description and you decide to go ahead with the job anyways, that's on you. Same thing with situations and, and, and issues in your life. Here's what it is. Here's what might come of it. You either get into it or you don't. And if you get into it, I'm going to support you. And if you don't get into it, I'm not. I'm probably rambling. I'm probably all over the place. I'm probably just venting at this point and not really talking, (laughs) talking to you guys. But it's where I'm at in life. Like, I'm just so over the denial. I'm over it. Let us be adults.
let us admit to our shortcomings in our life. If I promise you the truth will set you free. It, you know what's funny? I think either Kevin Hart was saying this on his audiobook because I just downloaded his new book and it's the audiobook and he does the voiceover for it. Someone was saying it somewhere. But we, and I'm paraphrasing, loosely paraphrasing because I don't remember it word for word. Even though our brains and our hearts know the truth, we lie to ourselves far worse than we lie to anybody else. We lie to ourselves about our situation far worse than we lie to anyone else. And that's what goes back to like, what does that do for us? Because it's hard to lie to yourself. Like, you know the truth and you're trying to convince yourself that that's not the truth, even though your brain knows the truth. It's like trying to tell the color purple it ain't purple. It don't know what else to be but purple. So how are you going to tell it it's purple? Your brain was there when you were there. Your mind, your heart, your body was there. It was not an out-of-body experience. So it knows the truth. It knows what really happened. It knows what's really going on. But yet and still, we will sit and lie and lie and sit and sit and lie to ourselves. When we know. When we know. And some people who are delusional enough, who don't have the mental stability enough, can convince themselves to believe it. And they're walking around living a lie that they believe the lie. Because they're so far from the truth that even their brain has convinced itself that it was wrong. And now they believe the lie. I know people like that. And it's sad. It's sad. It is so sad. But anyways, to be internally woke, you definitely can't. I mean, that should have probably been the first episode ever is that you got to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself about your issues and the issues of your situation and everything around you in your environment. Like you got to be 100 with yourself before you can be 100 with anybody else. Just like you got to be woke internally before you can try and wake anybody else up. If I can't, if I'm asleep. That's the whole concept of this podcast. If I'm over here asleep and it's time for my friend to get up, I can't wake her up until I wake up. I can't be internally woke until I, I can't wake up anybody else until I wake up myself. And the same thing with the truth. I can't tell the truth to anybody else until I'm truthful with myself. Because it's like throwing stones in glass houses. And in this day and age, nobody got time for that. This has been an episode of Internally Woke. I know you're like, well, wait a minute. Pause. Hold up. What about celebrity news? Because we're so close to last week's episode, nothing major that I would want to talk about has really come up. The biggest story of today as I'm recording this podcast is that Nancy Pelosi is uh, made an announcement to try and get Trump impeached. I'm not into politics. I don't know the logistics and how this is going to work, but I will say this. If y'all thought we was in trouble under Trump, 
we are in no way near as close to the trouble that we are going to ensue under Mike Pence. So as horrible as Trump is, I would rather have Trump than Mike Pence as my president. Because if Trump gets impeached, the vice president takes his spot. The vice president is Mike Pence. And so the thing that you guys don't see and the Democrats don't see is that we know Trump is an idiot because he's so vocal about being an idiot. The comments he makes, he doesn't know how to code switch. You know how African-Americans know how to, well, some African-Americans know how to code switch. When we're on the phone, we talk with our AT&T voice. Hi, this is Jasmine. I was calling to check on a bill. We know how to code switch. And then when we get around our friends in the hood, we be like, girl, that ain't girl. That ain't right, girl. You ain't right. We know how to code switch, right? Trump don't know how to code switch. He don't know how to turn his idiot on and off. He's just an idiot everywhere, right? His evil comes out of his mouth like vomit, right? Mike Pence's evil ain't going to come out of his mouth like vomit. So we don't know what he got up his sleeve until it happens, right? And he's far more intelligent than Trump. And let me just tell you, if you thought we was in trouble under Trump, it ain't nowhere as near the trouble we gonna be in under Mike Pence. So I've been saying this since they did the Russian investigation, everything else. Trump is in there, let him stay in there. And another thing is, if Pence gets in there, oh my God, he's gonna be voted back in. He's gonna run for next year and be voted in next year. So then we're gonna have a guaranteed two years of that administration in our office. I'm telling y'all, America, y'all don't want that. Y'all better hope they don't impeach him because we have a better chance of getting a better administration in office if Trump stays because there's more people that are over his bull than not. Yes, he still has some idiot followers who are 100% supporters of him and they're still going to vote him in. But it is more people now who are against him than those who are for him. And so I say, let him stay let him stay and I've been saying that when they started the Russia investigation what a year or so ago let him leave him alone just leave him alone let him stay until we can get him out next year that's the only big thing in the news um that's worth talking about since I posted the last podcast last week so this is a really short podcast just wanted to come on and talk to you guys about denial if you or someone you know is dealing with denial please call the denial hotline at 1-800 no i'm just kidding um but that's been an episode of internally woke i'm your girl jasmine peace